Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, the historic move by the January 6th committee voting unanimously to subpoena Donald Trump as lawmakers call the former president the driving force behind the assault on the U.S. Capitol. He must be accountable. We must seek the testimony under oath of January 6th, Central Player. The startling evidence that Donald Trump knew there'd be violence and the never-before-seen video of congressional leadership during the assault. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the new details. No death penalty, the outrage and tears in the courtroom after a jury recommends the Parkland shooter get life without parole. This animal deserves to die. Killed in the line of duty, Three Connecticut police officers apparently ambushed, leaving two dead, including a father of two with one on the way. CBS's Lilia Luciano is on the scene. Today, our hearts are broken. And red-hot inflation. Prices are up everywhere, from the grocery store to the gas station, even at the bar. Plus, what happened today on Wall Street. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Thursday night. It was a dramatic ending to what's expected to be the final January 6th hearing, a vote to subpoena former President Trump to appear before Congress. And it came after shocking new evidence and never before seen video. That video showed congressional leaders at a secure location, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calling state and federal officials to plead for help. Investigators laid out today in vivid detail why they believe the attack on the Capitol was not a spur-of-the-moment decision, but a premeditated plan, months in the making, to overturn the will of the people and the 2020 election. The committee today placed the blame squarely on one person, Donald Trump. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and CBS's Scott McFarlane will start us off from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Scott. Nora, good evening. After a year-long investigation and a series of congressional hearings unlike we've ever seen before, the House Select January 6th committee voted unanimously to take its probe to the next level, calling former President Trump the central figure of January 6th. 
Those in favor will say aye. 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 With just weeks remaining to finish its work, the House Select January 6th committee made the stunning move, calling on the former president to testify. He must be accountable. He is required to answer for his actions. He's required to answer to those police officers who put their lives and bodies on the line to defend our democracy. The committee argued Trump agitated the crowd, then directed them to the Capitol, knowing some were armed and angry. That the central cause of January 6th was one man, Donald Trump, whom many others followed. None of this would have happened without him. So we need them there now, whoever you got. In never-before-released footage, the committee showed congressional leaders who'd just been evacuated begging for the National Guard to help rescue their colleagues, still trapped in the House chamber. Yeah, why don't you get the president to tell them to leave the Capitol, Mr. Attorney General, in your law enforcement responsibility? A public statement they should all leave. It was just horrendous and all at the instigation of the president of the United States. Also under the spotlight today, the Secret Service, who saw intelligence predicting violence 11 days before the attack. California Democrat Adam Schiff read some of the alerts the agents were getting. They think that they will have a large enough group to march into D.C. armed and will outnumber the police so they can't be stopped. The source went on to say their plan is to literally kill people. Please, please take this tip seriously and investigate further. The committee also played audio of one White House security official explaining how shocked they were to hear that the president was planning to go to the Capitol with the rioters. I I don't know if you want to use the word insurrection, coup, whatever. We all knew that this would move from a normal uh, democratic, you know, public event into something else. As the hearing was concluding, the Supreme Court announced it would not intervene in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation, a blow to the former president who'd made that appeal. CBS News has also learned a staffer at Trump's estate has told investigators the former president directed this individual to move the boxes with sensitive documents to his residence from a storage facility. A Trump spokesman said the Biden administration has fabricated a document hoax in a desperate attempt to retain political power. In a statement tonight, the former president called the committee a total bust that has only served to further divide our country. Four top Trump aides defied subpoenas from this committee, but Nora, too, are being prosecuted for contempt of Congress. Scott McFarland, thank you. I want to bring in CBS News chief political analyst John Dickerson, who watched the entire hearings with us. All right. So this committee wants Donald Trump under oath before Congress. How likely is that? Seems highly unlikely. He's not been participating in other legal instances. There is a precedent. Other presidents, ex-presidents have been called up. Uh, Many of them testified, even in sticky situations, saying it was part of their duty. Truman didn't, if saying it was a part of protected by executive privilege. The other thing we learned today, too, is just how much this was premeditated, this attack on the Capitol. That's right. There were more data points to show in two instances when President Trump had a chance to turn the wheel towards safety or danger. He chose danger. He knew that his supporters who were at his rally were armed and were dangerous. He said, invite them in, welcome them in. When he heard Mike Pence was under specific threat at the Capitol, he issued a tweet making him more of a target in both instances, didn't turn to safety. He turned to danger. And then today, they allege, too, the threat to democracy is not over. Well, 
The president is the head of the Republican Party, and it's no benefit to Republicans to talk about what's being discussed at this hearing. But if you can wave away a direct threat to democracy, then it makes it seem like it's maybe okay. And if it's okay, it's going to happen again. Well, we learned a lot today. John Dickerson, thank you so much. Well, there's outrage tonight in Florida from the parents of the victims of the Parkland school shooting. A jury spared convicted killer Nicholas Cruz from the death penalty and instead recommended a sentence of life without parole for the 2018 massacre of 17 students and staff. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez spoke to some of the disappointed family members outside the courthouse. We, the jury, unanimously find that the aggravating factors that... After deliberating for seven hours, the jury of five women and seven men stunned some family members of the Parkland victims after they recommended the life of Nicholas Cruz be spared. Many were visibly angry. Others broke down in tears. Debbie Hickson's husband, Chris, was the school's athletic director. What it says to my family, what it says to the other families is that his life meant more than the 17 that were murdered. Cruz showed little emotion as the verdict was read. Florida law requires a unanimous decision for a death sentence. Benjamin Thomas, the jury foreman, said three of the 12 jurors voted that factors, including mental illness brought up by the defense, should take the death penalty off the table. That's how the jury system works. Everybody gets their vote. Everybody gets to decide. You know, we went through all the evidence and some of the jurors just felt that was the appropriate sentence. That decision does not sit well with Ilan and Lori Aladef, whose 14-year-old daughter Alyssa, a talented soccer player, was shot eight times. I pray that that animal suffers every day of his life in jail. Cruz had already pleaded guilty to killing 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. He did not take the stand during the trial, but jurors heard why he did it in a videotaped interview. Because I felt like no one loved me. And I didn't like Valentine's Day. I want to ruin it for everyone. Linda Beagle Schulman's son, Scott, a teacher, died while trying to protect his students. A death penalty for you would have meant what? A death penalty for me would have meant that we made sure he was put to death like he made sure he killed our loved ones. The victim's families will be allowed to make statements ahead of a formal sentencing that is set for November 1st, but the judge cannot change the jury's verdict. Nora. Many Bohorkas in there in Florida. Thank you. Well, tonight, police are searching for a motive after two officers in Connecticut were killed in what's being called an apparent ambush. The veteran officers were gunned down overnight in Bristol. A third was seriously wounded but survived. Police say they were responding to a possible fake 911 call for a domestic dispute between brothers. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports from a city in mourning. They said they had an officer involved shooting their equipment back up. A suspect allegedly wearing camo and wielding an AR-15 style rifle opened fire on police as they responded to a 911 call. Authorities say it was a deliberate act to lure officers in. It sounded like some 4th of July, you know, it was really loud, like, and, and just repeatedly, like, da, 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 da. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Hamsey were killed. Officer Alex Durado was wounded and rushed to surgery. Our police department has been rocked. And to our community, we value our partnership. We need your support. Officer Hamsey celebrated his first wedding anniversary this summer. Sergeant DeMonte leaves behind two children 
and his wife is expecting their third child. Officer Urado was released from the hospital this morning to applause. State police identified the gunman as Nicholas Brucher, who was killed. His brother Nathan was wounded. I just can't believe that someone would just shoot someone like that. Just this week, across the country, four law enforcement officers have been killed and six wounded by gunfire. 54 officers have been killed so far this year, compared to 62 in all of last year. The Bristol community held a packed vigil tonight at the high school where Officer Hamzy graduated from. As this community keeps waiting for answers to try and make sense of the unexplainable. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you for being there. We want to turn now to some breaking news. The Raleigh, North Carolina Police Department is on the scene of an active shooting on the east side of the city. Multiple police and other emergency services on the scene are on the scene and residents are being told to remain inside their homes. All right, on the economic front, inflation remains near a record high and it shows no signs of slowing. The consumer price index for September was up 8.2% compared to one year ago. Month to month, prices increased 0.4%. On Wall Street, stocks sank at the opening bell but made a surprise U-turn with a late day rally. The Dow gained almost 3% while the Nasdaq and S&P 500 were both up more than 2%. CBS's Nancy Cordes explains how rising prices are hitting Americans where it hurts. Almost everything in your grocery cart got more expensive again last month. Apples up another 2%, lettuce up nearly 7%. The price of eggs is now more than 30% higher than last year. Americans are squeezed by the cost of living. The new figures reveal that inflation has barely budged, even after the Fed hiked interest rates for a fifth time in a bid to cool the economy. More startling was the spike in the so-called core index, the cost of everything but food and energy. After slowing this summer, it's now zooming back up to its highest rate of increase since 1982. Why is this so important? Because the core rate really reflects a lot of the things that we actually deal with, the big parts of our budget, like housing. Rent, which typically grows about 3% a year, is up 7% this year. Furniture, up 10% pet care up 11 percent. Let's get a wait here. At Shane Veterinary Medical Center in Marina del Rey, they're coping with their own rising costs. All the diagnostics have gone up. Um, X-rays, blood work, um, the exam itself. Retirees will get some relief next year, an 8.7 percent increase in Social Security payments, the largest hike in four decades. So the combination of Medicare premiums dropping, the cost of living adjustment being bigger, should help these 52 million seniors who are relying on the system. They're going to need that extra cash because according to a new government estimate, Americans who rely on natural gas to heat their homes, and that's about half the country, they are going to pay up to 30% more to heat their homes this winter than they did last year. Nora. Nancy Cordes, thank you. 
We want to turn overseas now because Vladimir Putin's forces took aim again today at civilian targets in Ukraine, attacking the capital region with Iranian-made kamikaze drones. This follows a missile attack that destroyed an apartment building in a southern city, killing at least five people. Today's shelling came hours after an overwhelming vote at the U.N. General Assembly. 143 countries voted to condemn Russia's attempts to annex four regions of Ukraine. All right, tonight tensions are high on the Korean Peninsula after North Korea fired yet another ballistic missile into the sea. That's another violation of U.N. resolutions. Well, the North also claims it successfully test-launched two long-range cruise missiles. Dictator Kim Jong-un flew warplanes near the border, prompting South Korea to scramble its fighter jets. In a major blow to America's seafood industry, Alaska's Department of Fish and Game has canceled the winter snow crab season in the Bering Sea due to falling numbers. While restaurant menus will suffer, the greatest impact will be to the economy to the tune of $200 million. For tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti traveled to Alaska to investigate. Autumn is a time for stocking up on Alaska's Kodiak Archipelago. Its famous namesake bears feast on a buffet of salmon ahead of winter. And in the nearby fishing port, one of the largest in the country, Gabriel Prout and his family had mapped out crab season. We'll leave our slip here in Dog Bay, Kodiak, Alaska, head out around Spruce Island. But the odds of Prout's ship ever leaving his slip are now slim to none, which could also be said about the snow crab population that makes up most of his business. An estimated one billion crabs mysteriously disappeared in just two years. That's a 90% plunge. Where have the snow crab gone? Did they run up north to get to that colder water? Did they completely cross across the border? Did they walk off the continental shelf on the edge there of the Bering Sea? We don't know. The first reaction was, this, is this real? You know, we looked at it was almost a flat line. As a researcher with the Alaska Department of Fish and Game. Let's see what we've got for crab. It's Ben Daly's job to monitor the health of the state's fisheries, which produce 60% of the nation's seafood. His team is now investigating where the crabs have gone. But we're trying to look for causes. Uh, disease is one possibility. Daly also points to climate change. Alaska is the fastest warming state in the country and is losing billions of tons of ice each year, critical for crabs who need cold water to survive. Environmental conditions are changing rapidly. We've seen some warm conditions in the Bering Sea the last handful of years, and we're seeing a response in a cold-adapted species. So it's pretty obvious that, that this, is, this is connected. We need a rapid relief financial program to get us through disasters like this, much like farmers get during crop failures or communities get soon after a hurricane or flood. What does a person do whose life is dependent on the ocean when the ocean stops giving? Hope and pray. Hope and pray the snow crabs return and his way of life continues. For Ion America, I'm Jonathan Vigliotti on Kodiak Island. Millions in the Northeast are bracing for heavy rain tonight as another region gets ready for snow. All that when we return. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. 
like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Tonight, 40 million Americans in the east are under the threat of potentially dangerous weather. Flood watches are up in more than a half dozen states as rain pushes through the mid-Atlantic and New England. Some areas could see more than three inches of rain by Friday. Behind the storm, cold air is expected to bring the first snow, that's right, snow, of the season to parts of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and the Great Lakes. Well, there's a grim update tonight in the case of a missing toddler from Savannah, Georgia. Just over a week after Quentin Simon disappeared, police say they've gathered enough evidence to conclude that he has been killed. And they consider the boy's mother a suspect in his death and disappearance. Police reports and court documents show there's been turmoil in the family in recent weeks. Netflix announced today it's rolling out a new cheaper basic plan. But there's a catch when we come back. Netflix said today it's launching a new lower-priced plan next month with commercials. Netflix says its Basic with Ads plan will cost $6.99 a month and will include 15 to 30-second ads before and during shows and films for a total of four to five minutes per hour. Netflix is trying to earn more subscribers after suffering a loss in customers this year for the first time in more than a decade. And we'll be right back with a hero mom in more ways than one. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
Finally, tonight we want to tell you about a hero mom. Maryland firefighter Megan Warfield was nine months pregnant and on maternity leave when she was involved in a car crash. She wasn't hurt, so she jumped into action to help a woman trapped inside a vehicle. When other first responders arrived, she realized she was having labor pains. So she went right to the hospital and delivered a beautiful baby girl named Charlotte. Proof a mother's work is never done. Look at that smile. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.